0: We're rising. Ignition sequence starts.
1: jules in from the newsroom and jules i i have to say i've heard that your mother did something that i think would be so much fun i i I have missed playing dodgeball since i was in middle school Mm. and i am sure (laughs) that if i could walk into a middle school gymnasium i could clean up (laughs) if you you were playing if i was playing (laughs) your your mother i understand has had this opportunity
2: yeah, you know what, it is my favorite sport too Give me a ball and some kids that can throw it at Like, I'm <laughs> sorry, but it is fun. It is fun. Um, uh, so Ellie had her fall festival At her school And so mom and I both went to like You know, volunteer and help out and stuff like that And there was games set up And one of the games was, like you said, dodgeball And I was like, oh mom, let's get out there And play Well as soon as we get out there, it's girls against boys I'm looking at these 5th grade boys about to get a ball and nail my mom Who is 75 <laughs> And I was like oh this might not be a good idea But the funny thing that happened Is that none of the boys Would throw the ball at Ellie's nana Like yeah. none of them They didn't want to hurt her <laughs> Uh uh-uh. But I'll have to say there was one boy Henry that got the ball Threw it at nana and everybody booed him They were <laughs> like you can't do that And then they started chanting They were like go nana go nana So mom was like the last one standing Another thing is she didn't know the rules And so there were kids that were throwing the ball And they were catching it Mom would throw the ball and they would catch it That means you're out But they also didn't have the guts to tell Nana Like, hey, I caught your ball, you have to leave And so she just (laughs) kept on playing And had no idea But it blew those 5th graders' minds Because they were like, what do we say? I mean, it's Ellie's Nana
0: I love that Mm, I also
3: love that there are still Places in the world Athens, Georgia being one of them mm-hmm. where kids have a little bit of manners yes. and a conscience. Oh yeah. We can't throw yeah. the ball yeah. at the yeah. at Nana. Oh. I'm trying to think how
1: I would react to that. We we won the intramural tournament when I was a kid. Yeah. And I was big into uh, we called it kill ball. Mm-hmm. And that's the way we looked at it. That's and funny. I'm thinking, okay, so a seventy five year old woman is across the court from me. What do I do?
0: <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> that's what do hilarious. I do? All right, Jules. Well speaking of school, I do want to hear about the homecoming dance, so we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. All right, Jules, I saw all the pictures of Susie and Homecoming and So how's ball. mom doing? It's it's kind of a it's kind of a crazy feeling, huh? It truly really is because I remember being Susie Sage and I i feel like it was me and then
2: I blinked and now I'm the mother that's helping her pin the like boutonniere on him and not stick him you know what I mean her date um, and you know I, I was so busy that day well I made a mistake the hairdresser I flipped the times around y'all know I do that on occasion with the dyslexia like I flip my time <laughs> and the entire time I was like okay Susie your hair appointment is at 12 well eleven fifteen. the hairdresser <gasps> calls me and was like where are you and I was like What do you mean? I I mean, I have 45 minutes. She's like, no, you're supposed to be here at 11. I begged her, Carmen. I was like, please, 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 just stay right there. I'm coming. Like, please work her in. And so, um, fortunately, um, I was able to get it done. But I was just so busy getting the the makeup, making sure she was happy with Mm -hmm. that, and the hair appointment, the nails appointment, Yeah. that when Susie came down the stairs, Mm -hmm. I did not realize, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like, where did my little girl go? I mean, she was cute, and she was happy, and I was happy for her, but... I um I was just overcome with the feelings. Mm-hmm. Like I just I was so shocked to see her look like a like a, a little a
0: little grown <laughs> woman. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Did yes. Did it even but, feel
1: weird to use the words her date? Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can I can <laughs> yeah, remember I was...
0: talking to you, Jules, when she was going into you know going into high school, junior high school. Mm-hmm. And and I remember you saying, "I hope she, I hope she get, you know, you just you worry about all the the girl stuff because girls can be so mean and there's so much pressure on girls and all of that kind of good stuff." But I remember one of your distinct fears was if she would get asked, you know, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. totally did, and it's oh, just been and sweet.
2: And I and I you know I I did not want her to feel like her uh, identity was in that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that like hey you can go with a bunch of girls and have just as much fun right um but. Yeah, he was a he's a sweet little guy and, and, and y'all are in the room when she FaceTimed me to say like he asked me at school yes, and she yes. was so excited and um so anyway, but yeah, yeah, you, you know, it's just I I know everybody told me when the kids were little that the what the, the, the days, days are, are long but the years but are short. It's a it's true. It, it is a factual true. statement.
0: It is, it is
3: We're just talking off the air about about parenting moments, tender moments with with kids and Jules when you and I have a chance to be face-to-face and talk you you've always got something that the Lord is teaching you through your kids or teaching your kids through you and David I'm just gonna put it out there randomly anything going on like that in your life right now
2: yeah I mean actually it was uh, it was just the other day and you know that is how God talks to me in my heart is to see my relationship with him through my relationship with my children Because I'm like, I am a flawed mother um, loving these children, but how much more is my heavenly father loves me completely and, and, and perfectly? And so I was talking with Susie the other day in the car, and I was just telling her, like, you know, I just love you, and I'm just so proud of you. And, Bill, if you could have seen her face, it was almost like confusion of like, well, why are you proud of me, Mom? Like, I haven't really done, like, any exceptional grades, like I haven't, I haven't done anything to earn um, in her little mind the, um, the, for me to be proud of her. Yeah. And I don't know where I communicated to her or where um, she received that me loving you and being proud of you has nothing to do with what you achieve or don't achieve um, or what you do or don't do. I was like, Susie, I just love you and I'm just proud of you because you're my child. hmm and it was like, man, life's the same thing between me and God where it sneaks up on me and I'm not aware that I am trying to earn his love and I'm trying to um, to outperform, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. because it's almost like this like control factor where I'm like, he just loves me because when he looks at me, he sees his child, he sees um, forgiveness because of what Jesus did and it has yeah. nothing to do with me. Right. So anyway, yeah, I mean. Wow. God I'd always when I speak, sometimes to my kids, I'm like, wait, I think that's what God's telling me. Yes. <laughs> you
3: know? And that can be such a game changer. The whole world programs us for performance expectations. And we just get wired. We get wired that way to think that in our relationship with God, He's only proud of us if we're, you know, performing right. Like if we mess up, that, that we have to earn back his favor. And we do not do that. We go to to Jesus who earned all the favor that we will ever need on our behalf. And through him, we just go back to the promise of his love and the promise of his forgiveness and the promise of his approval in and through Christ. So that's, wow, what an amazing lesson that you learned from your kids that we can all take away today. That's good. Thank you, Jules.
0: You know, talking to Jules a couple minutes ago about what the Lord teaches her through her relationship with her children. There was a story that our pastor told this past Sunday. He 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 preached on fear, which has been really really good just considering, you know, the 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 shooting that had just happened in Maine and yes. just how crazy everything feels and yes. obviously everything that's going on in Israel and Gaza. And he was talking about how the other day he and Katie and their five kids, they have five children. They were going for a walk and he was saying how, you know, when they leave Kind of their neighborhood, they have to cross over this really, really busy street to get to this other neighborhood that they walk in. And he said he's walking along. They're walking with the kids, and they hear and uh, he hears Katie yell for Adeline, which is the youngest. And I think I think she's just turned she just turned two or three. I think she just Mm -hmm. turned three. Mm -hmm. A couple, uh, maybe she's about to turn three. Mm -hmm. But just you know, little a little girl, right? And it's their youngest daughter. And he said he hears Katie going Adeline, Adeline, and just. Almost like this blood curdling scream, like Adeline. And then Aaron looks up and literally Adeline is making a you know a beeline for this huge, like this road that has just tons of traffic going both directions. So you're you're you just picture like four, six lanes of traffic, just a busy, busy road. And he sprints, you know, to grab Adeline. Mm. Scoops are up, everything's fine. I know it you, you're I all and that's happened as parents that's happened to all oh, yeah. of us oh, yeah. where you're screaming for them. I mean, even the other day when my girlfriend or when I had a girlfriend over with their little one, it's like they're approaching a road and you're screaming for them going stop, stop, and when they're that little, sometimes that just makes them go that much faster. Um, But he said, you know, he goes, I went and grabbed her. I went after her because she is my daughter. Mm -hmm. She's my child. Mm -hmm. He goes, at no point did I stop, look at Katie, or just say, well, let her go. That'll teach her. Mm. That'll teach her a lesson. Mm. And, man, that just hit me because I think, you know, just pulling back the curtain a little bit, you know, I've really... I've really been wrestling with the Lord with some of this Israel stuff and just all of the atrocities and just the the just how barbaric, you know, all of all of the stuff that we're reading and seeing. And just it's like, Lord, where are you? Where are you? And then sometimes you get into that cycle. I don't know if it's a cycle of shame or you just get into that cycle of Lord. I know you're sovereign. I know you have us. You've not given us a spirit of, of, of fear, but mm-hmm. of power, love, and a sound mind. And that's actually the scripture that Aaron preached on this right. past Sunday. Second
3: Timothy 1, seven.
0: Yeah. And then you just, I, I don't know. Sometimes I just get into this loop where you question the Lord, but then I feel guilty for questioning. And then I feel shame for questioning. And it's just, and then I feel like he's disappointed in me for questioning. <clears throat> right. Um, Which I say all the time, if you have doubts, if you have fears, wrestle it out with him, not away from him. And I'm really trying to do that in my life. I will say if there's one area that I really feel like I have learned Mm -hmm. is I lean into him as hard as I can. But those, but just those feelings of, God, I'm so sorry that I feel like this. So when Aaron told that story on Sunday... I don't know. It just it, it made me realize that God does have yes. a tenderness for us right. that he he's not going. Okay, Carmen, that'll teach you a lesson. That's not yeah. his posture. I know. And me. we
3: we tend to look at the, and we we tend to look at that, and it gets back into that category yeah. of it, it. It gets back in, into that category of legalism and mm-hmm. sort of performance. Mm-hmm. And what I'm hearing you. Say is mm-hmm. no. Let's look at it in the category of love. Instead, I just,
0: yeah, I just think so many of us grew up, and I, I still, the still, rears its head for me every now and then. I think so many of us grew up, and I love the way I grew up, but there was a feeling, Dave. You and I kind of grew up in similar areas, In and southern culture where it, there's sometimes it just felt like God was mad at you all the time, right. you know, and hellfire it's just, and brimstone. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Everybody needed fire insurance, mm-hmm. and that's not the way to mm-hmm. see it.
0: So when Aaron told that story on Sunday, um, it's yeah, the Lord's not the Lord's not sitting up right. there going, Oh, well, let me just yeah. you know, not that he doesn't discipline us. He absolutely does. Right. But it's a different just, category. Though. Totally you
1: don't is. watch a two-year-old running headlong into the yeah. highway and say, Oh, well, well, that'll they'll learn her. a lesson. Yes, yeah. it was
0: really good. As a matter of fact, we'll put it was a good sermon this past Sunday on fear, and I'll have Hitch put the link at the morningcruise.com
1: Carmen, your girls are going to be headed home from their dream trip
0: tomorrow. um, (laughs)
3: Tomorrow, I love
0: you. Tomorrow,
3: they're in Germany right now.
0: They are back in London. They 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 were in Germany, flying back to London. Yes,
3: to fly home from London,
1: right? Yes. So Germany was the last country they visited. Yes, yes,
0: yes. Yep.
1: Did they happen to go to, and you may not know this, Mm -hmm. Marienplatz Square?
0: I have no idea. Is it in Munich?
1: I don't. It is it is in Munich. Okay. It's, um, it's a pedestrian only area. Okay. Here's how I know that, and here's why I bring it up. This is what not to do as a tourist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a, a viral video from the interior of a car. An American family. The dad has been channeling his inner Clark Griswold. And driving his family around <laughs> on their European vacation mm-hmm. They're in Munich And from inside the car You see them driving through Marion Platt Square And you hear A voice in the car say Look Look at everybody staring And then the video pans And you see people all throughout the square Staring And the dad says oh it's okay And then Uh, You hear another voice saying, Dad, careful, 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 as they navigate their way among the pedestrians. Oh,
0: my goodness.
1: Because they're not supposed to be driving there.
0: Pedestrian only.
1: It's a pedestrian only square.
0: I hope he didn't hit anybody. He
1: didn't hit anybody, and everybody turned out fine. But at one point in the video, you then actually hear him arguing with the GPS, basically.
3: Mm. He (laughs)
1: says, you said drive through that tunnel right there. And he's not talking to another person in the car. Uh-huh. He's talking to the GPS, right? Yeah. And then you hear somebody else in the car say, I thought it was weird to have a flower pot in the
3: middle of the road. <laughs> So everybody made it out safe. Yeah. Nobody got Did hurt. he get
0: pulled over, I wonder?
3: He didn't get pulled over. Oh, wow. Hmm. But yeah. I'm sort of surprised because I've yeah. been, you know, I was in Austria and Germany, and the, yeah. they, they they will they will pull you over for things <laughs> like that. And uh, w- apparently, you know. oh my at <laughs> some point, they recognized the error of their ways. Yeah. But yeah,
1: the GPS, apparently, <laughs> either mm-hmm. he misunderstood the GPS mm-hmm. or, or the or GPS
3: led him astray, and he-, he ended up driving. In this pedestrian-only wow. right. way. Mm. I wonder if he had the GPS set to English or if, like Carmen, it sometimes goes to other languages. Yes. And if oh, it was man. in German. Danish.
0: That <laughs> happened the one time. <laughs> yes.
1: And then and when it, it went was to the Spanish, tom- yeah. everything went to Spanish. Dave was with uh-huh. me.
0: We were actually in Nashville for a funeral. Yeah. And it was yeah, it went to <laughs> it, Spanish. The Spanish. The Tom Tom. The Tom Tom. And I'm like, what is she saying? And Dave's like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't
1: speak Spanish. <laughs> well, how can we get it off of Spanish? And at this point I'm going, I don't know, because the display is also <laughs> in Spanish. <laughs> and we basically just started pushing buttons till know, we got we it back did. to English. I have we no did. idea how we did it. We totally did. <laughs> Talking about the guy driving through a pedestrian-only zone Mm -hmm. in uh, Germany Mm -hmm. Following his GPS, which apparently led him astray And it just reminded me of a couple of things Because we started by talking about your girls who had been in Germany recently And they actually did a nice little European tour Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so excited for them It's been fun watching them mm -hmm. on Instagram The pictures have been great And one of them, I can't remember if it was Abby or Haley Mm -hmm. One of them posted something in one of their Insta stories That Mm -hmm. basically said, are we at Epcot?
0: Oh yeah, I think it was Haley yeah. And
1: what caught my attention was we've got two of our kids coming into town. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, James and Annabelle are coming in with Sutton mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving, and one of the things that they wanted to do was visit Epcot. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: I mean, Sutton's less than two. Mm-hmm. He's not quite old enough to ride the rides and enjoy a theme park so much, sure. but Epcot is mm-hmm. something you can walk around. And it has always been fun for me to mm-hmm. walk around the park the countries. Circle yeah. there And just visit all the countries
3: At Epcot mm-hmm. I actually mm-hmm. really love that too mm-hmm. And I, if I'm being honest I, I like eating at the different countries Restaurants mm-hmm. too I, I wish did. I could yeah. just be there And eat my way through Epcot
1: Eating at Mexico has been a highlight For us for years mm-hmm. um, When the first time I ever went to Epcot With my parents We ate in Mexico And it's one of the few places That actually has a full on Sit down restaurant and i always love a good mexican meal so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's one place where we've eaten for years yeah um, we ate in the moroccan area once and i discovered that i don't care for moroccan food
3: oh wow i do
1: i know you do yeah,
3: yeah. i've eaten there eaten the canada thing that i don't i don't even know i've been there in so many years i don't know what's there what's what's it's not it's been there. a
1: while since we've been there so we're going to yeah. we'll,
3: we'll walk the circle mm-hmm. that'll be fun around the world in mm-hmm. an hour and a half mm-hmm. can i tell you this was one of my great fails as, as a husband early hmm. on. Hmm. And, you know, I I guess I was trying to impress Kimberly hmm. for being able to, you know, be an amateur meteorologist. When I was very young, just first married, we were there. And, you know, on the West Coast, this is the way it is. If you live in Florida, if you live in Georgia or Alabama, not so much, but if you live in Florida, you get used to those afternoon thunderstorms.
0: Sure. It's it's. Part of life.
3: Right. It well, is. Everybody's got a Pattern that happens yeah. in their area. Yeah. And they Start in the morning and I spent more and more You know days at the beach In the summertime and I, You could see them form in the east mm-hmm. and they would Go to the west. Mm-hmm. And it was so regular In those days that I just kind of thought, Well that's what's going to happen So we're at Epcot I'm there with my new wife mm-hmm. We're walking around and she goes "Wow, well, it looks like it's Going to rain. There's some storm clouds forming I said oh no don't worry about that. <laughs> I said, these clouds, they form in the east, and mm-hmm. then they go over and dump uh, water on mm-hmm. the west coast. It's not going to rain here. Next thing you know, we are soaked <laughs> through to our underwear,
0: running yeah.
3: running to oh, try right. to find a place. So we wound up in Canada at yeah. Epcot yeah. and got some really good, like, beef stew or something mm-hmm. to warm us up. But <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> man. so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The
1: the, uh, the English pub is another of my favorite places in oh, yes. Epcot. Yep, yep. They've got some real good shepherd's pie. But mm-hmm. I'll... It is amazing to me though
3: mm-hmm.
1: That when you go to theme parks And those thunderstorms break out yep. How quickly All of the sto- the shops mm-hmm. In whatever area you're in Have ponchos And yes. umbrellas oh, ready to out go
0: Out instantly yes. for I, mean, I was going to exactly. say for $95 You're, you're <laughs> giving like, us a deal <laughs> right. I'm getting soaked
1: Well for a price yeah, You could
0: be drunk. You hear us talk a lot about reading the Bible. Scripture is super important to the three of us, and it was several years ago, um, especially when I don't know there just started to be a lot of um, people. Are we're never going to agree on everything theologically? Sure. But to me, there are essentials and there are non-essentials. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus being you know the way, the truth, the life. You know, the only way to the Father. No one comes to the Father except through me. Yep. That's kind of a non-essential. I mean, that is an essential. <laughs> That's a non-negotiable. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! That is a non-negotiable. Sorry. Yeah. No, oh.
3: no heresy trials, yeah. sister. That was Do just. let Can get some coffee. Yes, <laughs> exactly.
0: Don't don't mishear me on that. That is a non-negotiable. That yeah. is an essential. Right. And it was one of those things where I was just feeling—I don't want to say convicted, but I just didn't want to get to the end of my life and never having read through. The Bible. Right. I wanted to read through the Bible, and now that I'm on my I'm on my third trip through the Bible, the full Bible. I'm going to finish by the end of the year, maybe first second week of January. I'm a little bit behind, but I'm telling you one thing that is so cool is even going through it three times. The New Testament. This will probably be my fourth time through the New Testament. You know, all the way through. Mm-hmm. You there are things that just make me grin. There are things that I've heard that I never heard before. There are things that I hear again and then and I re-remember. And there was one this morning, y'all. And I just I don't know why it just tickled my heart. And I just I want to share it with you because Jesus is just cool. Jesus just gets it. So I'm reading in Luke. I think it's Luke chapter five. And Jesus is anointed by the sinful woman. So let me set the scene. Uh, Jesus is at dinner. There's a woman that comes in with an alabaster jar full of perfume, mm-hmm. and she is just weeping at his feet. She's anointing his feet with perfume. She's crying. She's, you know, wiping her tears, you know, with her hair. She is at Jesus's feet. And here's where it picks up. I'm going to start. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a scripture, and then I'm going to tell you the line that just I've been— I just can't stop thinking about it because this is how awesome Jesus is and how much he knows us Mm. and he just, he knows our innermost being. Mm -hmm. So here's the scene where this woman is at Jesus' feet. And so I'm going to pick up uh, with verse 39. When the Pharisee who invited him saw this, he said to himself, Mm -hmm. if this man were a prophet, he would know what kind of woman is touching him. She's a sinner. And here's the line that I just... Literally giggled out loud this morning Here's the next the next line Then Jesus answered his thoughts I mean how Mm, cool is that Jesus answered his thoughts The man didn't speak it Mm -hmm. I don't know why that hit me The way it hit me this morning But it says then Jesus answered his thoughts Simon he said to the Pharisee I have something to say to you Go ahead teacher Simon replied And then Jesus went on and told him the story about you know if a man loaned money to two people, five hundred pieces of silver and one to fifty pieces to the other, but neither of them could repay him, so he kindly forgave both the debts, canceling their debts. who do you think you know loved him more right? and he's going on to prove a point
3: right the but one who for much is yes, is is forgiven,
0: yes, um had the bigger debt, yes, yes, had the bigger debt, so I just i don't know, I don't know why that resonated with me this morning, but Jesus knows our thoughts. He knows our heart. He knows every hair on our head. Mm. And I can just see him standing there having these thoughts and then Jesus turns to him mm-hmm. and starts talking right. to him having having known what he was thinking.
1: Yeah. Literally able to say I know what you're thinking.
0: Yes. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. So I don't know. I just got the biggest kick out of this mm. this morning and you know, I still, I want to encourage you, you know, and, and please, 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 please hear my heart. Don't hear this in a, a a boastful, prideful kind of way. But y'all, more and more, especially as I'm going through these Gospels right now and I'm listening to the Gospels in my car on the way in in the morning, y'all, I'm finishing the scripture. I'm yeah. almost reading it out loud along with the narrator, not wow. on all of them, but a lot of them. But when you just... When you immerse yourself into Scripture, and it, there are there are hard passages. There are passages that you you don't understand, you know, points that match on all of that. Mm-hmm. But if you get, you know, with a Nikki Gumble or a Terry Lee Cobble and you, ha- you, you get with a reading program that kind of dissects it for you and breaks it down, it's so much easier. But talk about um, hiding that word in your heart. The more that you hear it and you bathe your mind with Scripture and you just immerse yourself in it. God will speak to you, and there'll hmm. be little nuggets—just little things that just that will just speak to you. Yeah. So that was it for me today. Love it. Jesus answered his yes. thoughts. He didn't answer his. Well, he answered his question, but he answered his thoughts. He knows us that well.
3: Carmen, you were just talking about reading through the whole Bible, and I'm thinking, and I have been thinking a little bit. I might need to recommit to doing this again devotionally in 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're talking about reading through the hard parts, and. I'm about to teach a class in church over uh, that talks about the story of Scripture. Mm, yeah, and I was thinking about a way to communicate this to people. Mm. um that it's a little bit like reading the your family history. Mm. And that's what I was thinking about because mm-hmm. if you are in Christ, this mm-hmm. is your family history. Yeah, you stop and think about reading a family history. There are parts of your family history that are challenging to you, are there not?
0: For sure. We I talked, mean, my, uh, talked about mine earlier this week
3: I mean, that guy did what?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, so-and-so How many times were they? Mm-hmm. What? I mean, mm-hmm. there's stuff in our, all of our families mm-hmm. If you dig deep enough There's like, oh wow, I remember when I was a kid I had a, a, a great grandfather And I thought, I want his middle name You know, I, you identify like that And then if you hear other stories You're like, oh, that's pretty notorious It's not much different reading this scripture You come across those hard parts And I think it's one of the things that makes the Bible more trustworthy, in a sense, the veracity of Scripture, because you're thinking about the fact that all the warts are there. They're included. Some of those stories are hard. And we've talked about this for years. When you get to some parts in the Old Testament, the book of Judges, Mm -hmm. you get to one of the you've talked about specifically is the book of Esther. Yes. I mean, and sometimes we want to Sunday school up some of these stories.
0: We want the red bow.
3: Right, we want to make it feel like, yeah. oh, it wasn't really that bad mm-hmm. No, there's some bad stuff that mm-hmm. God's people did There's mm-hmm. some bad stuff that happens to God's people Yeah, There's some stuff where you're scratching your head going, God, you're going to let that happen mm-hmm. There's some stuff that, and for some people that pushes them away mm-hmm. I'm suggesting if you look at it like fa- family history, which it really is This should say, God ain't sugarcoating this thing mm-hmm. This is real stuff that happened in history and it should encourage you to read mm-hmm, And mm-hmm. maybe that'll help somebody just to get over a bump or two
0: Yeah, and, and definitely start with it I would just say really quickly If you've never read the Bible before Start with the New Testament Go, you to, do that. Yeah, go to the Lee Cobble Bible Recap and start there Because a lot of times the New Testament is a little bit easier Sometimes in those Old Testament passages um, So if you're looking for a place to start um, But don't wait till January Start or just pick a few books to Do the Gospels Choose right. the Gospels between now and the book of John Yeah, between now and the end of the year
3: Do that We're talking about the word family came up And it just hit me in my brain I, I'm terrible I'm just terrible hmm. All day yesterday was Grady's birthday Y'all Whole day Yep <laughs> I never mentioned it once So I need to acknowledge it was my son's birthday yesterday Okay And um, we were just determined. By the way, I'm just sending him a text, and I had to remember. Please
0: tell me you acknowledged him on his birthday.
3: <clears throat> I'm just, like I said, I'm just now Bill! sending him. Oh a text. my goodness! Well, here's the thing. Let's see. Let make sure I got the right number of emojis. I think he's 24. I think that's right. Okay, so that's um, tw- what is it? 2023? 20, yeah, I think that's no shoot. Yeah, that's right. 24. Okay, so anyway, I'm uh, with with. Well, I'm not going to use that excuse, but I will say this: We were determined. Not to celebrate Grady's birthday on his birthday. Yeah, and this was a family-wide thing, uh-huh. and it was hilarious because over the weekend we were supposed to get with Grady and Bristol, and then eventually it was like the the two nights before his birthday, which wasn't Halloween. We we got together. Kimberly got sick. I went with Grady in Bristol, and we bought ice cream. Yeah, and we had a little birthday party, you know, that evening at the ice cream shop. Mm-hmm. Because we, we we knew Bristol's like, I'm not going to see him on his birthday right. I'm like, I'm not going to see him on his birthday Kimberly wasn't going to see him on yeah. his birthday
0: Can I, Let me just help you out a little bit Yeah. Because that's what, here's how you tell the story You lead with <laughs> Grady was going to be so busy on his birthday We weren't going to be able to see him on his birthday So we had to celebrate on another day You don't lead with We were determined not to celebrate him on his birthday <laughs> that is well, two entirely <laughs> different messages.
3: <laughs> well, whoops.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, so Grady was busy on his birthday, yes, so y'all he had to do busy. another day. Yeah. We
3: did. We haven't yeah. really had the official party as of yet. And I think Kim- I think Kimberly's got something scheduled, but I don't know. But mm. anyway, this is Martin. This is Martin Engineering. Sure. And so it was hilarious because it's, of course, it's par for the course yeah. You know, hey Grady, what are we going to do for your birthday? Well, I don't know, but I'm working and I'm not going to be available sure. And Bristol's like, he's not going to be around, I'm not going to see him So it was either all of us get together without him mm-hmm. on his birthday <laughs> Which, you know, we, that, well, uh, such a bad that's idea. one way to do it, <laughs> I suppose I guess so, but yeah. instead we just missed it mm-hmm. And oh. he hasn't texted me back yet yeah. so. so that's,
1: you know, Daniel and Danielle had their anniversary yesterday no,
0: oh,
3: yeah. happy happy anniversary. Were you, yeah, determined, were you determined? We
0: were
1: determined not to. No, I actually texted him a nice yeah happy anniversary. Well, you know, Haley's
0: yeah. birthday was October 28th, and I was determined not to see her on her birthday well, because she, she was in Switzerland. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. That,
3: that's a pretty good excuse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Better than mine. <laughs>
0: Today's November second we just talked a couple of minutes ago about it being Grady's birthday yesterday, and I kind of want to give a, a a poll maybe I'll even go put this on our insta story at our morning cruise Instagram account. but is it just me or does it seem like and I think this is this is this has evolved I don't think it's always been like this. Well, let me back up back in the day when I was little, we looked forward to the day after. Thanksgiving, it was either that weekend or the following weekend. Sometimes it wasn't even Thanksgiving weekend. Sometimes we went through Thanksgiving weekend and enjoyed Thanksgiving. It was the following weekend that we put up the Christmas tree. Now, there's a handful of folks that I follow on Instagram that they put it up. It was two weeks ago. They're like, it's Christmas. We're doing this thing, you know, even before Halloween. However, in the last couple of days, I have seen... People, I mean, Ellie Holcomb is even one of them, sweet Ellie, where it's like they've got their Halloween costumes and then she she does a reel and then she flips around and it's like November 1st, Christmas season has begun. And it, she's not the only one. Like we, Fitz, you know, that we used to work with, he was all about it. Halloween night is when he and his wife and their two mother-in-laws, it was a tradition for them to put up the tree. I think it's such a sweet tradition. But I'm just seeing it more and more that November we 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 go November or October thirty first to November one. Christmas season is here. So is there is that become a thing or is it just feel like
3: it, it's, I, it's I'm just it's Christmas it. Christmas creep. Well I think <laughs> yes. a little bit. That's yeah. a good way to
0: say it. Yeah I just yes, I yes.
1: actually just saw a story yesterday and what caught yeah. my eye was the headline experts uh-huh. reveal the best time to put up your Christmas tree.
0: Okay, let's
1: hear it Now what they're saying is that, you know, a lot of people I think the Christmas creep that starts at retail mm-hmm. At about September is encouraging yes. The holly jolly elves in our society to go earlier and earlier Yes for What sure. what these particular experts, the guys at Christmas Tree World And who should mm-hmm. know better than the guys at Christmas Tree World mm-hmm. They suggest that the tree shouldn't put up, be put up until Advent begins Which this year would be December 3rd, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, which is about the timing that we were talking about, the weekend <gasps> Thanksgiving.
0: Okay, hold on one second. I'm looking at the calendar really fast. I love it when Thanksgiving, you know, because it, it I love it when Thanksgiving comes later in yeah, the month. I right. don't like it when Thanksgiving ends up falling on the 22nd or 23rd because it just, I like it. You get more of November. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead.
1: So they're suggesting, as Bill said, weekend after Thanksgiving. Uh, They're also noting that in the U.K. specifically, Christmas Mm -hmm. decoration sales are already up 25% this year. Wow. And we're still a couple of months out.
0: Huh. So So they're not having economy issues in England. Apparently,
1: if they are, Christmas shopping for uh, decorations is not being impacted by it. Wait.
0: This can't be right, Dave. I have up the calendar. And Thanksgiving is on is on November twenty third this year. So, so we that have another would mean the week
3: of November.
0: But that would mean the Sunday after Thanksgiving would be November twenty sixth. So we have a week, what you're saying, until the third. So there's a week in between Thanksgiving and before Advent mm, happens. Right. Am I reading right?
1: If we take the Christmas Advent. Tree Worlds Peoples. Okay. Then it would be December third. Gotcha. But I'm just saying it, it it's Pushing past Thanksgiving, it's giving it a weekend at least, Mm -hmm. which is a little more in line with what we're used to,
3: and not what we're seeing. Yeah, yes, I misunderstood
0: you. I thought it. I thought you were saying December third was the Sunday after Thanksgiving.
3: And I think I jumped on that too because there Mm -hmm. are actually five Sundays between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and Advent is the four Sundays before Christmas. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what. Okay.
0: Well, anyway. I feel like the Christmas creep, that's a great way to say it, Bill. I feel like the Christmas creep has um, started. But, I, you know, I, I said this probably last year. I want a few more weeks of just fall mm-hmm. before we get into, the, and I love Christmas. Don't hear me wrong. But I just want a few more weeks yeah. of just, you know, normal routine before the tree's up and, you know, all has of that. Has there
3: ever been anybody who admitted to Christmas burn burnout it's like, if I hear you put one it more up Christmas so early. Song, yes. If I yeah. have more tinsel Right,
1: the original Christmas creep Ebenezer Scrooge, oh, yeah. he's the guy you're looking <laughs> for <laughs> Don't forget about the Grinch So we talked about the fact that yesterday was Grady's birthday And I mentioned that yesterday was the Daniels' anniversary Yesterday was also something else that just feels It's, it's Uh, it's nostalgic and it's strange and it's odd, but a lot of people are talking about it. All Saints Day? The Beatles.
0: Oh. I literally was waiting for him to say that. Like I was just going, (laughs) I'm just going to, I'm going to count to five and he will get it out at some point.
1: The Beatles release (laughs) a brand new song today, which is just strange since they haven't been a, Banned since 1969 Uh And two of the members Have gone on Uh um, And yet they've been Able to put this together Paul and Ringo Yesterday they released a little 12 minute Sort of mini Movie documentary Hmm. On how this all came together Which I watched Mm -hmm. And uh, in about 28 minutes Not to be specific They'll be releasing the song called Now and Then, and Hmm. when they first started talking about this several months ago, they were saying that they used AI to do it, and a lot of people had thought, you know, the uh, AI has been sort of in the news as far as uh, people who had used AI to create radio shows, and they had done other things like that, creating voices that are saying things that People aren't actually saying that right. AI right. is being used in place of personalities. And a couple of radio so stations got in trouble with that. Be- That's not the AI technology the Beatles are using. Right. Where they did people not People were thinking that they would do that with their voices. They were thinking that they had cloned John Lennon's yeah. voice. Yeah. And then written a song and had the AI sing it. Mm. That's not the kind of technology that they're using. Right. This is actually technology that started... Being developed by Peter Jackson When he was putting together The Get Back documentary A couple of years ago Mm -hmm. And what it allows them to do Is basically sample a voice And then when you play back a track It can split that track Into several different tracks It can separate all the instruments And voices into separate tracks So that you can remix them This song they've had since 1994 They've yeah. had John's demo since then, okay. but the piano was so loud that it was overriding the voice, and they couldn't lift the voice without lifting the piano as well. Mm-hmm. So they sent it to Peter Jackson a couple of years ago. He ran it through the same technology he had used for putting together the documentary, and they separated John's voice from the piano track. And once they had done that, they went back. They started working on this when the anthology came out years ago, and they had released a couple of songs. They couldn't use it then because they couldn't separate the vocal. Mm -hmm. Once they separated the vocal, they had George, who had done some parts when they tried to do it with this song before. Then Paul and Ringo went into the studio and recut some parts, and then they added strings. And the interesting thing there is they couldn't tell the string players, by the way, this is a new Beatles song. Uh huh. So they put the music out on the stand, and Paul just pretended it was just one of his songs. Oh. So the string players all played on this song and had no idea they were playing on mm. a Beatles track. So who's behind mm. this? Is Paul behind this? Paul and Ringo together. And the cassette demo came from Yoko back in. Nineteen ninety four, I think hmm. it was. Hmm. So, so they they've been working on this on and off oh, wow. for thirty years.
0: Okay, for those of us <clears throat> that are listening this morning, the camp that I'm in, Beatles are before my time. Well, technically, they any. were before my time. Well, and I just don't know. It well, I don't know anything about the Beatles. So why would they? Why would they not tell them this was going to be a Beatles song? Did they just want to surprise them, or what? Well, what do you? What do you, do you yeah, think that was?
1: they didn't want to. They didn't want to necessarily leak the fact that they were, they were putting, putting together on, oh, a new it. Beatles okay. song.
0: That makes sense. Got um, it. Got it.
1: And it is. I mean, I was a senior in high school when John Lennon was shot. Mm. George died. Oh, I I think it's been close to twenty years ago. Hmm. Somewhere around there, so Mm -hmm. the idea of a band you know, the Rolling Stones just put out an album, no big deal, Mm -hmm. they're all still Mm -hmm. alive. (laughs) But for two of the four Beatles to be gone and them to be putting out a new song
0: is crazy, it is nuts. Yeah, and that's
1: what people are talking about. I I have no idea if the song is going to be any good whatsoever. This could have but been a track novel, that yeah. ended on a demo just, Because John didn't sure. want to do it right?
0: But just the novelty of it You know what I mean that, right. that, it, That'll that probably be what gives it some life <laughs> No and, pun I, That literally did not mean that well, no pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> Oh my goodness. Didn't. Wrong choice of words
3: <laughs> Your Beatle <laughs> purists oh, Lordy. Will either love it or hate it But I don't think there'll be any in between There won't be yeah. any in between So we'll, life see. No life. we'll see how it goes <laughs> Have y'all heard that T-Shirts for Turkeys is happening next no. week? No. What? Tell us, Bill. Well, I'm so glad you
0: asked. We didn't ask. <laughs>
3: oh, well, you asked us, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's why I hate those artificial conversations, commercials. Thanks. But T-Shirts for Turkeys is happening yeah. next week. And if you, as you listen, have not heard, um, it starts Monday morning and we're going to be out in force in yes. Florida. And Georgia, and we have stops in Alabama. It's all happening next week, but I thought we would just give you a heads up. Mm -hmm. If you're listening in uh, the Monroe, Georgia area, we'll be at the Chick-fil-A on Highway 138. If you're listening in Noonan, I believe that's the Thomas Crossroads Chick-fil-A. It's at Glenda Trace. I'm pretty sure it's Thomas Crossroads. And then Carrollton, it's the Chick-fil-A on Bankhead Highway, 1156, Bankhead Highway. So we'll be out there from 730 until 10. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, an opportunity for you to feed hungry people in your community by bringing a frozen turkey. You get a redesigned, newly designed, shouldn't say redesigned, newly designed Mm -hmm. Joy FM t-shirt for coming and and sharing that way.
0: Yeah. And if you have OCD, go to thejoyfm.com and just click on the picture of the t-shirts really really fast (laughs) (laughs) and don't pay attention to the wrinkle of them hanging on the uh oh lord have mercy it's so funny i texted from the studio yesterday i texted cotton and live and i'm like i said okay who took this picture thinking it was one of them it wasn't them and they and i said i said my ocd is popping off with a picture of this t-shirt and they're like oh thank goodness you said that because it was killing us too so i know i keep talking about it which has kind of just been a funny thing these these uh, these t-shirts is the first time we've ever done a front and a back so i don't know that we'll ever do this again it's also the first time we've ever had a navy t-shirt and uh, i just i think it's super cool these these shirts are trendy uh, we did add a, a location for monday morning in florida and it's the Port Orange. It's the Daytona area. Port Orange just added. Yes. So I'm not gonna give, yeah, I'm not gonna give all of the uh the actual locations. I'm just gonna name the cities okay. for because there's so many. I'm just gonna name the cities for uh Monday morning, just so it, you know, if you hear your city, then perk up and then go to the joyfm.com and then find out exactly where we'll be. But if you're in Sarasota Tampa, Bartow, Clearwater or Port Orange We're coming to you Monday morning at 7.30 And then Alabama we're going to be out Uh, From uh, 11 to 2
1: Yeah, that's going to be at the Healthcare Resource Center on Main Street You can catch it all when you go to thejoyfm.com When you click on t-shirts for turkeys You'll see a list of all the stops in your area In fact, not just the ones for Monday But for the rest of the, the whole event So you can make your plans And we said this last week and earlier this week Make your plans now so that your stop doesn't kind of catch you by surprise and run past you Make your plans, find your stop, make your plans,
3: get your turkey Show up and get your t-shirt Yeah, it's so simple It's all, also fun to see, occasionally we'll see a family c- c- you know, come and the kids are hauling that frozen turkey They're, Oh yeah, you know, the turkeys, turkeys as big as they are big as <laughs> yeah. they are, it's, just, it's a so fun cute. family event Please check out the details on the website, t Big of the day. Well, the best of 2023 lists are getting compiled right now. And Collins Dictionary, which is a, a British publisher, has given us their word of the year already. And the word of the year is AI. And that's not surprising. I mean, it reflects the profound impact of artificial intelligence on culture. But some of the runner-up words to me are even more interesting. So I've chosen one of those. For the big word of the day today. And the word is de-influencing. It's a single term. D and influencing, D E and influencing, all run together, no hyphen. Can't find it in dictionary.com. Not sure if any other dictionary, but Collins has it, but it's defined as this: the use of social media to warn followers to avoid certain commercial products, lifestyle choices, etc. It's the exact opposite of Carmen's favorite things that we do every year. Which is kind of an influencing list, even though, Carmen, you get zero kickback on any of those products, like so many lists out there. But it kind of influences people. So here's my sentence to go along with the big word of the day If I, Bill, ever did Bill's favorite things during the holidays, it would probably result in unintentional de influencing. <laughs> that's, that's the big word of the day today de influencing.
0: This is the morning cruise.